welcome to pay-per-view number five pbwf pie bomb wrestling federation presented to you by the pie bomb wrestling podcast a show that is for the fans by the fans i am your phenomenal host mr podcasting chris belcher andy york the young buck and the leader of the mayhem brand is with me as always and andy our last solo pay-per-view of season one man yeah it's uh it's crazy that we're already here and uh it's a weird thing because it feels like it's coming very quickly and taking very long at the same time. That's true. <laughs> like, right. it's, it's very, it's very weird to explain, but we're we're finally here, and it's it's going to be a lot of fun. It is. It's going to be a whole lot of fun. If you're just now checking us out, as we said on last week's show, there is a ton of content for you to go back and check out in our archives available wherever you find your podcast. So make sure you hit that subscribe button and give us some feedback at PBW Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Make sure you do that. We would appreciate it very, very much. All right. Andy, let's waste no more time, man. Let's get into it. Let's get into Pay-per-view. Um, the Revolution brand is up first. No timeline on these pay-per-views, so get buckled in because this could go a long time. It could go short. <laughs> we'll see what happens. All right. Season's beatings from Revolution is up first. Here we go. <laughs> put this as the greatest wrestling intro of all time yes because it gets better Beatings, the final pay-per-view before end of the line. I am Tom Hannafin, joined at ringside, of course, by Corey Graves and the Hall of Famer, JBL. Gentlemen, what a show we have for you tonight. Championships on the line, scores to settle, all in the spirit of Christmas. Wrestling has more than one royal family. And ladies and gentlemen, we are kicking it off with our world heavyweight championship match the number one contender the son of a son of a plumber the american nightmare cody rhodes here he is fired up and ready to go for this world championship match and of course, he is facing a longtime nemesis, a man who has literally won championships everywhere he's been, our world heavyweight champion, Seth freaking Rollins. As the crowd sings along. All right, Mike Rome gets in the ring. He does a championship introductions. The ref holds the title high. The bell sounds. This one is underway. What a way to kick off our final solo pay-per-view. Both men sizing each other up here, going for a test of strength. Rollins gets the advantage of Bridges. Cody down and stomps him in the chest. Rollins goes for a pin, but only a one count. Cody nips up. Test of strength still locked in. Cody gets the advantage of Bridges. Rollins down, but Rollins uses his feet. He monkey flips Cody off of him over to the corner. Both men up charging. Sling blade by Rollins. Rollins goes for the super kick. Cody catches it, spins him around. Jab, jab, jab. Goes for the bionic elbow, misses. Rollins grabs the arm, goes behind, spins him around, revolution knee. The cover, one, two, kick out. 
Skip ahead a little ways in the match. Seth has Cody down in the corner, shoots him to the other buckle. Cody up and over. Rollins charges in. Cody hits him with a big forearm. Cody going to the top rope. Rollins springs up to meet him, tries to hook him for a superplex. Cody fights it off, gives Rollins a front suplex to the mat. What a hard bump. Crowd is really getting behind Cody here. Cody goes to the top rope, but Rollins back to his feet, springs to the top rope. There's the superplex. Rollins holds on looking for the Falcon Arrow, but Cody lifts Rollins up for a suplex, and both men spill over the top rope to the outside of the ring. Both of them struggling to their feet now. Cody goes off the still steps for a disaster kick, but Rollins catches him in midair. Buckle bomb on the barricade. What a counter by the world champion. Rollins manages to roll Cody into the ring, covers him one, two, kick out. Rollins is really wearing Cody down here, trying to put him away. Heads to the apron, looking for that springboard clothesline. But as he does, Cody charges in, springboard on the middle rope, disaster kick, hits in midair, knocking Rollins to the floor. Seth staggers to his feet. Cody comes, suicide dive, taking out Seth Rollins. Rollins somehow slowly getting to his feet. Cody leaps up, springboard off the barricade. Cody Cutter on the outside. My goodness. Both men are worn out by this. Took so much out of them. Cody rolls Seth back in the rings. Cody is headed to the top rope again, but this time looking for a moonsault. Rollins shakes the ropes, crotches Cody on the top turnbuckle. Rollins goes up to meet him. Reverse suplex from the top, followed by a reverse falcon arrow. The cover, one, two, shoulder up by Cody. Wow. Few more minutes go by in the match. Cody starts getting mounting a comeback here. Rights and lefts. Whips Rollins to the buckle. Reversal. Rollins follows Cody in. Cody off the top rope. Twist. Sunset flip. One, two. Seth reverses. One, two. Cody reverses again, but the momentum carries Seth to his feet. Picks Cody up by the waist. Has him in position. Buckle bomb. Cody staggers out. Kick to the gut. Pedigree by Seth Rollins. The cover. One, Two, kick out at the last second by Cody Rhodes. Rollins, incredibly frustrated here. Looks like he's measuring Cody for the stomp. Charges in. Cody moves out of the way. Grabs Rollins from behind, looking for the crossroads. Rollins twists around, bag drops Cody. Rollins quickly to the second rope. Cody turns around, blockbuster, but Cody doesn't go down. He blocks it. Holds Rollins, turns him around, crossroads. He hit it, the cover, the count. One, two, shoulder up by Seth Rollins. Unbelievable. Cody picks Seth up, hooks the arms. Tiger Driver 98, the cover. One, two, kick out. Still not enough. Cody gets Seth to the corner. Flare chops start ringing throughout the arena. Sets Seth on the top turnbuckle. Looks like he's going for a superplex of his own. Seth fights it off. Huge forearm to the face. He somehow kicks Cody in the head, knocking him to the mat. Seth comes off. Huge frog splash. Covers him. One, two, shoulder up. Seth very frustrated here. Lining up for the stomp, but he stops. He drags Cody close to the corner. Seth goes to the middle rope. Seth is going to try to stomp him from the middle rope. Cody's playing possum, though. He leaps up to the middle rope. Cody Cutter from the second rope. What a move. Rollins staggers to his feet. Crossroads again. Cody holds on this time. Hits a second one. And a third one for good measure. The cover. One, two, three. Cody Rhodes has done it. The son of a son of a plumber has made his dream come true. Cody Rhodes is the brand new Revolution World Heavyweight Champion. What a match this was. Rollins makes his way to his feet. Cody sees him. Cody extends the hand. Rollins accepts. The two men embrace. What a match. What a show of respect. What a way to open our show. Still much more to go. All right, here we go. We're back. The man who has appeared at every Revolution pay-per-view so far, but in a losing effort all the way around, it's the last outlaw, Double J. Jeff Jarrett trying to reverse his fortunes tonight, but he doesn't know who he's going to face. It's someone appointed by Shawn Michaels. We'll see who it is.
Uh-oh. Oh, no. <laughs> is that who we think it is? Sean promised he would bring somebody that Jarrett knows very well. It is! Here he is! It's Sting! Sting is here to challenge Jeff Jarrett! Bell sounds in here. We go. The two men are circling. They lock up Jarrett with an arm drag. Sting comes back in. Jarrett grabs a headlock now. Sting shoots him off the ropes, goes for a hip toss. Jarrett reverses and gets Sting over with a hip toss. Even though Jarrett didn't know his opponent, he seems pretty well prepared taking Sting off guard here. They lock up. But Jarrett gets a knee to the gut, backs Sting into the corner, tries another hip toss, but Sting blocks it this time, reverses, huge hip toss, taking Jarrett out of the corner. Jarrett to his feet, drop kick by Sting, and another drop kick takes him over the top rope to the outside. Jeff is staggering around, Sting catches him from behind, huge signature Sting face buster on the outside to the floor. Jarrett crawling over to the guardrail. Sting charges in, but he misses the Stinger splash on the guardrail. Sting in a bad way here. A few minutes go by in the match. Jarrett's in control. He's just wearing Sting out, but Sting tries to make a comeback. Coming out of a sleeper hole, drops down, jawbreaker, rocks Jeff Jarrett. Sting grabs him, shoots him off the ropes. Jeff reverses, but they're too close, and they knock heads. Jeff Jarrett is down. Sting, though, bounces off the ropes. He's out of it, but he falls down, headbutt straight to the groin. Classic Sting offense right there. What a move. Both men struggling to their feet, trading rights and lefts, and the crowd is with them. Boo. Yeah. Boo. Yeah. Jarrett swings wildly. Sting ducks, turns him around, looks for the death drop, but Jarrett drops down, picks the leg, going for the figure four, but Sting with the inside cradle. One, two, kick out. Both men up. Sting catches Jarrett. Atomic drop. Big clothesline. Goes for another clothesline, but Jarrett catches the arm. Reverses. Stroke. He had the stroke from out of nowhere. The cover. One, two. Shoulder up by Sting. Jarrett cannot believe it. In frustration, he rolls to the outside and he grabs his guitar. The referee is begging him not to use it, but Jeff gets in the ring. He shoves the ref out of the way and he bashes Sting with the guitar. But Sting no-sells it. He is fired up. The ref's about to call for the bell, but Sting stops him. Jeff charges in. Sting picks the legs. Scorpion Deathlock in the middle of the ring. Jeff Jarrett nowhere to go. He taps out. Sting picking up the big win here. What a match as Sting bounces back from his loss last month against Cody Rhodes. Jeff Jarrett's losing streak at pay-per-views continues here <laughs> on Revolution. We cut backstage and we see Adam Cole arriving to the arena and he looks worse for wear. Just not in good shape after what happened last week. It looks like he's headed straight to the trainer's room for some treatment when he runs into Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly. He doesn't even acknowledge them as he walks by. And O'Reilly says, Adam, what's, what's wrong? What's your problem? Cole says, well, because I didn't have any help last week. I'm in pretty bad shape. Don't worry. I'll be all right. Because remember, like you said, I don't need any help. He walks into the trainer's room as we cut back to the ring. Here we go. The presents are wrapped under the tree in the ring, but that's not just any tree in the ring. That is a barbed-wired Christmas tree, and that can only mean one thing. It's time for the bloody night match to settle this war. Here comes Bully Ray to the ring. That's my kind of Christmas. <laughs> you think you know me. And here comes the rated R superstar Edge. He's dressed very closely to his WrestleMania gear from his Mick Foley match, if you can picture that. <laughs> and he, he's actually, Edge is carrying a present with him to the ring. Let's see what's going on here. The bell sounds, and Bully asks, what, asks Edge what he has, and the camera zooms in. And the tag on the present says, to Edge, from Foley. 
Edge opens it up and it's Barbie. Edge has got Barbie and he starts swinging it, but Bully gets out of the ring, out of Dodge. Edge follows him, but Bully grabs a chair. Edge swings at him. Bully ducks again. Edge gets hit in the gut with the chair and then over the back. He gets Edge in the ring. Bully starts unwrapping things. There's a two-by-four, and there's a lead pipe. Bully grabs a two-by-four and just starts beating Edge over the back with it. Edge is in a bad way here. Bully goes to throw Edge into the barbed wire Christmas tree, but Edge reverses. He sends Bully into the barbed wire tree. That has to be a mess to get out of. Somebody's got to be bleeding already. Bully recovers, though. Edge has Barbie, hits Bully in the gut with it, and then over the back. Edge tries to scrape Barbie across Bully's head, but Bully recovers with a low blow. Bully starts waving to the back. Here come the troops. Oh, no. Beer Money and Killer Cross making their way to the ring. They all start beating down Edge, but Edge, he starts making a comeback. He starts fighting them off. Edge grabs a present, and it's a barbed wire-wrapped chair. He starts laying in shots on Beer Money and Killer Cross. Taking them out with that chair. They're busted open, but that doesn't matter in this match. It's got to be Edge or Bully. Bully grabs Edge from behind. Bubba Bomb in the middle of the ring. There is one big present there in the ring. Bully unwraps it, and it's a door. But Bully turns the door over. There are thumbtacks attached to the door. Somebody is going to get busted open by this. Bully sets the door up into the corner, goes to whip Edge into it. But Edge blocks it, whips Bully towards the tree. But Bully stops himself. Bully turns around. Edge spears Bully into the barbed wire Christmas tree. I never thought I'd be calling that on a pay-per-view. But nonetheless, Bully is worse for wear. He staggers up. He's in front of the door. Edge spears Bully through the thumbtack door. Unbelievable. Edge gets the ref. He's worse for wear, but he gets the ref to go check on Bully to see if he's busted open. But about that time, the Christmas creature from behind cracks Edge with a kendo stick again. The ref's attention is on Edge on what's going on. Bully's back is busted open, but Taz is out here with a towel. He's wiping up Bully's back. What is going on here? The Christmas creature has the kendo stick, and he's just whacking Edge with it. He takes it. He puts it across Edge's throat. Russian leg sweep with the kendo stick. Only a few people do that move. The creature grabs Barbie and he starts grinding Edge's head with it. Bully cleaned up. He recovers. He grabs Barbie and he starts going at Edge as well. Finally, Edge gets busted open by Barbie. The ref calls for the bell. Bully Ray is victorious in this match. The ref missed the blood on Bully's back because he was distracted with Edge. Bully, Taz, and the Christmas creature are in the middle of the ring. Bully takes off the Christmas creature's mask. That's Tommy Dreamer! The innovator of violence is here as a member of the Aces and Eights. This is just insane. What a match we have seen, but of course the Aces and Eights had to go ruin it. Please tell me Dave LaGreca is also a part of Aces and Aids. Well, he might make an appearance every now and then. <laughs> it's a it's a busted open family. There you go. Wow. All right, we're getting things cleaned up here. Looks like we're going to be joined by our interim general manager, the heartbreak kid, Shawn Michaels. What a night we've seen so far. We are just getting started, ladies and gentlemen. Shawn grabs the microphone. He says, ladies and gentlemen, for the first time since our Living on the Edge pay-per-view, please welcome our women's champion, Dr. Britt Baker, DMD. Doctor, I'll see you now. Here she comes. There she is. Live in person, but Britt's in street clothes. Thought she was going to come out here to, to fight Chelsea. Britt gets in the ring. Sean says, as you all know, Brent suffered a vicious attack from Chelsea Green at last month's pay-per-view, and we've been working really hard with medical personnel trying to get Brent back in the ring. But unfortunately, the doctors are unable to confidently clear her based on the injuries she has sustained. Oh, no. Here comes Chelsea. She is all smiles. Chelsea gets in the ring. Sean is having to hold Britt Baker back. 
Chelsea has the microphone and says, well, well, what do we have here? Little Brit just can't do it anymore. You know, there's one thing I haven't talked about since last month, and that's why I did what I did. You see, at the Call Your Shop pay-per-view, I gave up my spot to win that contract, and I let you win, Brit. In fact, I just handed it to you. And the reason I did that is because I knew you were going to win the title, and I wanted to be personally the one to win the title from you, to rip away what means the most to you. It wouldn't be nearly as satisfying for me to win the championship from somebody else. But as satisfying as it would be to win the title from you, it's going to be more more satisfying to know that right now Shawn Michaels is going to hand that title over to me because I'm the rightful champion since you can't wrestle anymore. Shawn says, whoa, whoa, don't put the cart before the horse. Now, I got to do the right thing by our company. And since Britt hasn't been cleared for a month, I am going to vacate the women's championship on Revolution. And on next week's show, Chelsea, you will get an opportunity to win the title along with five other women in a six-pack challenge. Britt hands the title over to Sean. She gives the finger to Chelsea as she exits the ring. Chelsea is trying to go after Britt, but Sean holds her back. Chelsea Green is irate, but she is going to have to earn that championship because that's what we do here on Revolution. And here we go. Speaking of championships, the Lucha Brothers headed to the ring to challenge the tag team champions. Of course, here they come, representing the Aces and Eights, Santana and Ortiz. Bell sounds. We are underway here. Santana and Ray Phoenix kicking us off. They both charge in and avoid each other. They hit the other guys on the apron. Phoenix with a shot on Ortiz. Santana decks Penta. Phoenix then charges towards Santana. Drop down. Leapfrog. Goes for a clothesline, but Phoenix reverses. Sends Santana off the ropes. He leapfrogs. Goes for another leapfrog, but Santana catches him in midair with a power slam. Santana starts kicking Penta. Shoves him to the outside of the ring. Penta comes in, Santana with a super kick to the gut, shoots Penta off the ropes, lowers his head, Penta roundhouse kick to the head, spins him around, backstabber. Santana staggers to the corner, tags in Ortiz, Penta charges towards Ortiz, but Ortiz and Seguri from the apron goes to the top rope, but back in comes Ray Phoenix, who is actually the legal man. Phoenix springboards to the top rope, tight walks the top rope, and hooks Ortiz. Hurricane Rana into the ring. Phoenix and springboard off the ropes, moonsault onto Ortiz cover. One, two, kick out. Several minutes go by in this match. Use your imagination. This match has been crazy. Penta and Phoenix have Santana in the ring, double-teaming him. They have him up against the ropes, laying in huge knife-edge chops. But Ortiz starts to hulk up, so to speak, starts slapping both guys across the face. They whip him off the ropes. Uh, Santana with a blind tag. A double blockbuster there uh, by Santana. Ortiz is in double super kick by Santana and Ortiz to the Luchas. Staggers them back, but double super kick by the Lucha Brothers on the tag champs. And they start hockey fighting in the middle of the ring. All four men. Penta and Ortiz, I think, are legal here. I'm not totally sure. (laughs) Santana. Clotheslines Penta over the top rope, taking him out. Santana turns around. Phoenix with a springboard going for the cutter, but the tag champs catch him in midair. Reverse suplex. Santana goes for the cover, but the ref, ref's not counting. These guys aren't legal. Ortiz turns around. Penta, springboard Canadian destroyer into the ring. Want to move. He goes for the pin. Santana goes to make the save, but Penta takes him out. One, two, three. We have new tag team champions. The Lucha Brothers have done it. What a wild match that was. Want to remind everybody as we head to our main event. Coming up next week, Brian Myers will challenge the Miz for the Intercontinental title. We're, of course, going to see another Intercontinental Championship Challengers Contenders match. And the six-pack challenge will main event next week's revolution to crown a brand new women's champion. 
But right now, it is time for our much-anticipated main event of Seasons Beatings, the Miracle on 34th Street fight between Roman Reigns. Here he comes. He's alone tonight. No Usos, no Paul Heyman. It's all business for the Tribal Chief. He waits in anticipation. Here he comes. The Texas Rattlesnake, Stone Cold Steve Austin, and Roman Reigns goes to the aisle to meet him. They're hockey fighting in the aisle way. The bell sounds. Here we go. Exactly what we expected. This match has been building since day one of Revolution. Comes to a head tonight. Austin throws Reigns into the guardrail. He grabs a beer from a fan, starts chugging it, and then he spits it right in Roman Reigns' face. They start fighting up the stage. Austin throws Roman right into the display of Christmas trees on our set. Now, keep in mind, falls do count anywhere. This one could end at any time. Austin grabs Roman, suplex on the stage. He covers him. One, two, Roman kicks out. Austin drags Roman through the crowd. They start fighting up the steps towards one of the tunnels. Austin shoves a security guard out of the way, grabs his chair, swings it at Roman, but Roman ducks, and he shoves Austin into the wall back first. Roman grabs a chair, shot to the gut, shot over the back on Austin. Roman drags Austin out to the concourse area, and he spears Austin through the merchandise wall. Steve Austin has got to be out. Roman digging through the rubble. He covers Steve. One, two, kick out by Austin. Several minutes go by. These two men have made their way back to ringside. Roman charges at Austin, goes for a spear through the barricade, but Austin catches him. He lifts him up, drops him throat first on the barricade. Roman is down. Austin, gaining some momentum, starts stomping a mud hole through Roman Reigns. He tosses the tribal chief back in the ring, grabs a chair, and he takes it in the ring with him. Austin puts Roman's ankle in the chair. Looks like he's going up to the second rope to plant on that chair. But Roman gets up, hits Austin with the chair, really rocks him, and he drags Austin off the second rope. Huge Samoan drop. Roman in control is taunting Austin. Austin makes his way to his feet. Superman punch by Roman Reigns. Austin gets up. Another Superman punch from Roman. Roman goes to the corner. He's lining up for the spear. He does the ooh, ah. Austin's to his feet. Spear by Roman Reigns. He is dominating this one, seemingly toying with Austin. He could beat him right now, but he doesn't want to. He picks up Austin. He locks in the guillotine. Austin is basically lifeless here, but as the ref goes to check on him, Roman, Roman breaks it. What's Roman doing here? Roman grabs the chair. He puts it around Austin's neck. He locks in the guillotine with the chair. The referee checks. Steve Austin is knocked out. This one is over. Roman Reigns has dominated Stone Cold Steve Austin, choking him out, and he's not letting go. Here comes Heyman and the Usos. They finally convince him to break the hold. The bloodline celebrating in the ring, but Roman stops. He turns around, and he starts pounding on Steve Austin again. Just just absolutely pounding him with the chair, with his fist. The Usos are in there with him. Everybody is taking out Austin. The Usos pick up Roman, or sorry, pick up Austin, spear by Roman again. Roman's got the chair. He puts it around Austin's neck. He asks for another chair. Oh, no. He's going to hit a concerto with Austin's chair with the chair around Austin's neck. Don't tell me that that is going to happen. What in the world? Wait a minute. What, what, what is this? The lights are flickering. What is going on? If you smell what the rock. What? It's The Rock! What is The Rock doing here? <laughs> the Rock has made his way in! The Usos and Paul Heyman dip to the outside of the ring. Roman Reigns is in disbelief. Roman Reigns cannot believe this. Roman and Rock are face to face. The crowd is going bananas. As Gorilla Monsoon would say, cannot believe this. Wow. 
Rock turns around. He helps Austin up, but it's a rock bottom on Austin. Rock has rock bottom Austin. What is he doing? Roman is confused. Rock picks Austin up and he has another rock bottom. And he spits on Steve Austin. He turns around and hugs Roman Reigns. What is this? The Usos and Heyman get in the ring. They hug The Rock as well. The Rock has joined the bloodline at season's beatings. What have we witnessed? I cannot believe it. The Rock is here and he has joined the bloodline. I'm sure we're going to hear more about this coming up next week on Revolution. We will see you then. Wow. That was, uh, when the beatdown started, I was like, yeah, here comes, here comes Dwayne. Didn't expect him to turn on Austin. Well, you know, they're longtime rivals. They, they've never, you know, they never patched that up. Oh, yeah, but. Woo. Oh, man. Woo. Did not expect that. Here comes Dwayne. Here comes Dwayne. Making the turn. All right. Wow. Uh, yes, you were completely right about Tommy Dreamer. <laughs> I don't know why that... I was like, oh, he's a baby face. Like, Tommy's not going to join that. Of course. <laughs> I was wrong. Tommy Did the tree have polka dots on it? The tree had, like, hanging ornaments. Do they look like... Oh, yeah, they look like polka, polka dots. dots. Okay. Yeah, they look like polka dots. Yeah. Okay. Depend now the weight thing makes sense. See, I, uh, that makes sense. His weight fluctuates a little. Every now and then. Jeez. You just never know. Shout out to Tommy Dreamer. Wow. Cody Rhodes, new world heavyweight new champion. New world champ. I like it. Britt Baker stripped of the title. Wow. Uh <laughs> crazy. Sting. Sting. Sting and Jeff Jarrett. Jeff Jarrett made his way onto another pay-per-view. He did. He found a way. Jeff finds a way. He always finds a way. He does. All right. Let's kick it over to high voltage on the mayhem side. No time limit on the clock. Here we go. The floor is yours. Everyone and welcome to High Voltage. Happy holidays, everyone. I am Michael Cole. Unfortunately, not joined by Pat McAfee tonight as he will be in action later tonight, but I am joined by my former broadcast partner, Wade Barrett, is here with me tonight. And what a show we have for you as John Moxley is defending the world championship against Kevin Owens. Uh, Becky Lynch is defending against Bianca Belair, a 10-man tag match, and much more chaos to be ensued. But tonight, we are starting things off with Bray Wyatt and Goldberg. So we see the sparklers filling the stage area. Will Goldberg actually be here tonight after the vicious attack from Bray Wyatt a couple weeks ago? And he is here. Goldberg is making his way to the ring, obviously less than 100% as he was the subject of the vicious attack from Bray Wyatt at Let's Rumble as well as a couple weeks later on Mayhem. And Goldberg is making his way down to the ring. He is looking in very bad shape. He gets into the ring. The lights in the arena are out. All that is lighting the arena are the fireflies in attendance. Mm -hmm. 
Bray Wyatt walks out of the stage area, lantern in hand. We have seen a different side of Bray Wyatt the last couple of weeks. He has been dealing and fighting with his inner emotions. What does Bray Wyatt have in store for Goldberg tonight? As he makes his way down to the ring, he gets into the ring, blows his lantern out. As the lights come up in the arena, the crowd is buzzing in anticipation for this one. And the bell rings, and Bray Wyatt and Goldberg are starting off in their own corners, but Bray Wyatt slowly walks towards Goldberg. Bray is pleading with Goldberg, apologizing, uh, but Goldberg doesn't want to hear it. He drops him with a spear out of nowhere. He picks him up, and he plants him with a jackhammer. This is reminiscent of what happened in Saudi Arabia. He covers him one, but Bray Wyatt kicks out of one. Goldberg can't believe Bray Wyatt kicked out that soon. He pulls him up for another jackhammer, but Bray breaks out of it and plants him with a Uranagi, uh, taking Goldberg out. Bray drops to his knees, pleading with Goldberg not to make him do this. He doesn't want to do this to him. Goldberg is slowly pulling himself up. He stumbles for his spear, but Bray sidesteps it, uh, making Goldberg kind of fall on his face. Goldberg grabs uh, Bill. Uh, Bray grabs Goldberg. Uh, and tells him to stop. He tells him, I don't want to do this to you. Please don't make me do this to you. Goldberg looks up at him but slaps Bray across the face, and all of a sudden this dead stare goes into Bray Wyatt's eyes, and Bray just begins to lay in heavy shots on Goldberg. He continues to hit him with forearms over and over and over and over again. Goldberg is busted open and bleeding from these shots. As Bray Wyatt finally snaps, it seems like he snaps back to reality and realizes what he's done, he drops to his knees and is pleading with Goldberg, please don't make me do this. Just lay down and stop. And Bray covers him one, two, and Goldberg kicks out, and Bray Wyatt just is pleading with him, please don't do this. He's asking Goldberg to forgive him from, from what he's doing right now, but Goldberg just looks up at him and spits in Bray's face, and Bray goes into a dead stare again. Bray pulls him up and nails him with the sister Abigail, but he doesn't go for the pin. He pulls Goldberg up into a sitting position. He puts his hands around his head and his neck, but then Bray snaps back to reality, and he realizes what's happening, but then all of a sudden the lights go out in the arena. And when they come back up, the fiend mask is sitting in the corner. Bray stares at it before screaming in anguish and snapping the neck of Goldberg. The referee comes in, checks on Goldberg. He, the referee is calling for this to be thrown out. He's calling for this match to be off. Bray Wyatt has won, but Goldberg is is paralyzed. He is laid out from that neck snap as Bray Wyatt drops to his knees is in pain, is in tears as medical personnel come running out to the ring with a stretcher. Bray goes from, he's, he's in tears from what he's done and then all of a sudden breaks out in hysterical laughter. What is this side of Bray Wyatt that we are seeing here recently? Goldberg has to be stretched out of the arena. Bray Wyatt is still in the ring. He is laughing. He is laughing hysterically at what has just happened. As we cut backstage, we see Kevin Owens and Chris Jericho walking into the arena. Uh, Kevin Owens says, Chris, I'm glad I got a hold of you finally. I'm sorry for what happened on Mayhem. I just I didn't want Mox to see what he was going to get into tonight. And Jericho says, don't worry about it, Kevin. We're all good. I completely agree with your decision. Jericho, all of a sudden, as he's talking, bumps into Eddie Kingston, who looks at him and says, good to see you, Chris. Uh, Jericho looks at him and says, are you stalking me or something? You know what happens when you stalk Chris Jericho? Huh? Do you? You and he, cl- he acts like he clicks a pin and he goes, oh, wait, I don't do that anymore. Well, just stay out of my way as Jericho and Owens walk past Eddie Kingston. We cut back to the ring. And the Pure Wrestling Championship is on the line as Bobby Lashley is making his way to the ring. As him and Keith Lee have had a lot of issues here recently, will they be able to settle the score tonight in this triple threat ta- in this triple threat Pure Wrestling Championship title match? And here comes Swerve Strickland. I always forget that's his music. Yeah, yeah. Here comes Swerve Strickland, who has easily had the upper hand on both men as he has just sat back and let them beat each other up, and then he comes in to hit the final shot on Keith Lee every single time. Swerve is very confident and cocky as he makes his way out to the ring. Who am I? I 
Here comes the pure wrestling champion, the longest reigning pure wrestling champion, Keith Lee, who is making his way out to the ring championship in hand. You got to think, yes, he is a fantastic performer and he's great in the ring, but he is at a disadvantage in this when he's in the ring with Bobby Lashley and Swerve Strickland. And he gets in the ring and the bell rings. Uh, and this is a high-paced match as Swerve tries to do everything he can to take the two big men down. Swerve goes for a super kick, but Keith Lee catches it, pops him up for a powerbomb, but Lashley comes in and spears Lee as Swerve also turns it into a double foot stomp on Lee. At the same time, Keith Lee rolls out of the ring as Lashley and Swerve stand face-to-face. -face. Swerve tries to hit a rolling cutter, but Lashley catches it and applies the hurt lock. Um, Swerve is in the middle of the ring with nowhere to go, but somehow Swerve is able to finally reach back and rake the eyes of Bobby Lashley and drops him with a with three consecutive super kicks. Swerve goes for the kill shot, but Lee is back in and hits a huge pounce that he did on Adam Cole, basically sending uh, Swerve out of the ring to the floor. Keith Lee lifts up Lashley and plants him with the big bang catastrophe, covers him one, two. Swerve is in to break it up with a double foot stomp. Followed by a kill switch or a kill shot on not kill switch a kill shot on Lashley. He covers Lashley one, two, three, and new pure wrestling champion Isaiah or Swerve Strickland as he holds up that championship. He is the new pure wrestling champion, and Keith Lee pulls himself back up. They look at each other, extend a handshake, and the two men shake hands before Keith Lee raises his hand in the middle of the ring as Swerve is your new pure wrestling champion. <coughs> we cut backstage, and we see Triple H on the phone, and we hear, Sean, I really don't appreciate you calling me a doofus. And why did you why did you bring in that hack to win your title? I thought we were friends. I mean, my nose isn't that big, is it? All of a sudden, Renee Young walks in. Hunter, do you have an update on on Mr. Regal's timetable for his return? And Triple H says no, and no one cares. So get out of my office now. Please leave me alone. <coughs> and as and as Renee is leaving, the cameraman leaving. All we hear is Steph. My nose isn't that big, is it? <laughs> Oh, we cut back to the ring. And the 16-time world champion John Cena is here to finally put an end to a rivalry that has been going on for decades now between him and CM Punk. John Cena is looking to finally get a big victory. Uh, he's had a lot of victories, but it seems like he hasn't got that one victory, that defining victory yet, victory yet. As John Cena is in the ring, he bounces off the ropes, throws his hat into the crowd like he likes to do, takes his T-shirt off, throws it in the audience. He motions down the ramp for CM Punk to make his way. Wait a minute. We have not heard this song in a long time when it comes to CM Punk, but remember, the last time he came out to this song was his match against John Cena at Money in the Bank where he defeated wow. John Cena that night and walked out as WWE champion. Is he going to have the same fate tonight as he is definitely playing mind games? As you see Cena in the ring laughing at this and smiling, Punk is smiling and laughing as he makes his way down to the ring. This is definitely the song he wanted to come out to in this moment. Punk gets into the ring. I love that song, by the way. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Punk gets into the ring. Well, maybe in a second. Uh, Punk gets into the ring and the bell rings. And the crowd is absolutely split down the middle for this one. The two men lock up before Cena shoots Punk off the ropes and hits a shoulder tackle on him. Uh, Cena shoots off the ropes, but Punk drops down, leapfrogs, and hits a drop kick on Cena. Cena is stunned for a second and smiles, uh, but as he gets up, he eats a roundhouse kick from Punk, which then Punk lifts him up and hits him with a GTS, covers him one, two, Cena kicks out. Punk pulls Cena up again. It looks like he's going for another GTS, but this time Cena breaks through and plants him with an AA, covers him one, two, Punk kicks out this time. Both men slowly pull themselves back up. They begin to trade punches, 
But then uh, Punk catches one of Cena's and applies the Anaconda vice right in the middle of the ring. Cena has nowhere to go. He's crawling to the bottom rope. And in fact, he actually pulls himself, he crawls all the way under the bottom rope, leaving Punk in the middle of the ring. Cena's on the outside now. Punk shoots off the ropes, goes for a suicide dive, but Cena catches him and plants him with an AA on the outside, rolls him back in the ring, plants him with a third AA in the ring, covers him one, two, Punk kicks out again. Cena pulls himself up, and he can't believe it, but this time Punk breaks free and plants him with a pile driver reminiscent of their match on Raw. Punk, uh, Punk pulls him up, plants him with a GTS, bouncing Cena off the ropes directly into a third GTS. He covers Cena one, two, Cena kicks out. Woo! Punk can't believe it. He's pleading with the referee. <coughs> Excuse me. He goes after Cena, but this time Cena takes down his leg and applies the STF. Punk is in the middle of the ring. Uh, he's basically about to tap. He's about to reach for the bottom rope, but then Cena pulls him back, pops him up into an AA, rolls him through into a fifth AA. He covers him one, two, three. John Cena gets the massive victory here over CM Punk. Nobody can really believe that Cena got the win here. Uh, Punk finally pulls himself up. The two men look at each other. They nod as Punk bails from the ring. Cena is celebrating in the ring as this rivalry wow. has come to an end. John Cena getting the huge win over CM Punk. I need to get a drink on. I'm surprised about that win. A little bit. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we cut backstage and we see the Bullet Club in their locker room getting ready for this 10-man tag that we are getting a little bit later tonight that's going to be absolute chaos and war. Oh, my gosh. We, we cut back to the ring. I'm on my own. And Bianca Belair is making her way down to the ring. Uh, she is looking to win the women, uh, the Mayhem Women's World Championship tonight from Becky Lynch. She gets into the ring. And there is the smoke filling the arena as Becky Lynch walks out with the PBWF Women's World Championship. And she is making her way out to the ring. She gets into the ring. She hands the belt, she hands the belt to the referee. The referee holds it up as Justin Roberts does the championship introduction. The bell rings and these two women lock up, but Bianca is overpowering Becky from the get-go. Shoots her off the ropes, hits her with a shoulder tackle. Shoots off the ropes herself again, but Becky jumps down, leapfrogs, tries to go for a drop kick, but Bianca catches her in midair, goes for the KOD, but Becky reverses it into a DDT out of nowhere. Bianca is forced to roll out of the ring as Becky rolls out, is on the attack after her, but as she turns the corner, Bianca whips her with her hair, leaving a mark on Becky's stomach. She whips her over her back again with her stomach. Becky is like, Becky is pleading with the referee to call this thing off for disqualification. She shouldn't be allowed to use that, but the referee's saying it's not illegal. She rolls her back into the ring. Be uh, Bianca climbs to the top rope, goes for a frog splash, hits it, covers her one, two, Becky kicks out. Becky is very much in a bad way She's as she tries to slowly pull herself up. Bianca goes for the KOD, but Becky is able to escape it, rolls her up. One, two, Bianca kicks out. Bianca turns around, though, into a manhandle slam from Becky, covers her. One, two, Bianca kicks out again. Becky doesn't know really what to do, so she starts to climb to the top rope. She goes for that leg drop from the top rope, but this time Bianca moves out of the way, making Becky crash to the floor. She picks her up, plants her with the KOD, covers her one, two, Becky kicks out. Bianca is pleading with the referee. She can't believe she kicked out. Uh, she goes for a second KOD. She flips her over, but Becky is holding on to Bianca's hair this time, pulls her in, Pile drives her, picks her up, manhandle slam, locks in the disarmor. Bianca is in the middle of the ring. She has nowhere to go, but somehow she's able to reverse the momentum and rolls Becky up. One, two, Becky kicks out again. Bianca tries to go for the KOD one more time, but Becky is able to reverse it back into the man, uh, back into the disarmor. She's in the middle of the ring. Bianca has nowhere to go. Bianca is forced to tap out to Becky Lynch. Becky Lynch is still your PBWF Women's World Champion. 
And she's celebrating in the ring. But from behind again, Ruby Soho's in the ring and begins to beat down on Becky. She's got a steel chair again, and she is just breaking the steel chair over the back of Becky Lynch and Bianca Belair. She is trading shots back and forth. She picks her up, hits her with the Soho kick, stands over top of her with that Women's World Championship. Ruby Soho is making her claim be known that she is going after Becky Lynch for that championship. Hmm. <coughs> we cut backstage and we see Ruby Soho actually walking through the gorilla area where she is being hugged by the rest of Bullet Club. She sees the camera, she grabs it, and she says, Welcome to the new era of Ruby. No more, th- no more being nice, no more playing my part. Becky, I'll see you very soon. And she shoves the cameraman down. Hmm. We cut back to the ring. And one of the most anticipated matches on this card, MJF is making his way to the ring. This rivalry has been going on for quite some time now uh, between MJF and Pat McAfee. And MJF is smiling and is cocky and he rolls into the ring and immediately jumps up onto the top turnbuckle, laying back on it, waiting for his opponent. Well, maybe his opponent's coming up. There it is. correct music yes and here comes pat mcafee down to the ring whatever city we're in their cheerleaders are following before him (laughs) he is making his way down to the ring in the black pants and the black tank top he is making his way out to the ring having the time of his life smiling and partying with the mayhem universe or the pbwf universe whatever we're calling them Uh, He gets into the ring, and he is just staring a hole down MJF. He flips in the bird, gets in the top turnbuckle, but from behind, MJF grabs his ankles and pulls him off the top rope, forcing him to hit his head on the turnbuckle. The referee rings the bell. MJF is just standing over top of him, laying in the shots. Remember, this is a no-holds-barred match, so anything goes here. MJF pulls out his ring instantly, puts it on, punches Pat McAfee right in the face, covers him, one, two, McAfee kicks out. MJF can't believe it. He rolls out of the ring. He grabs the steel chair. When he comes back in, though, he gets met with a drop kick, forcing the chair to hit him in the face. MJF bails out of the ring. McAfee shoots off the ropes, hits a huge tope suicida, taking MJF out, rolls him back in the ring. McAfee climbs to the top rope, goes for the swanton, hits it, covers him. One, two, MJF kicks out. Pat McAfee is a man of the people, and the people are chanting, we want tables. <laughs> and so he rolls out of the ring, grabs the table, slides it back into the ring. But as he sets it up, MJF low blows Pat McAfee from behind. He plant, he puts him right in front of the table. MJF goes to the middle rope. He's looking for that indie sunrise. As he jumps, though, Pat McAfee catches him, hits him with a buckle bomb. MJF uh, is staggered, falls onto the table. Pat McAfee climbs to the top rope, hits a frog splash from the top rope through the table, rolls through to the middle rope, stands up on the middle rope, hits the indie sunrise, covers him one two, three. Pat McAfee gets the huge win tonight over MJF. And he looks right at the camera and he says, Corey Graves, that's how it's done right there, baby. Just sit on your commentary table where you belong. And he jumps back on the top turnbuckle and is celebrating with the PBWF crowd or universe, whatever. What are we calling them? I don't know. The the universe. Yeah, the universe. Celebrating with them. As we cut back saying, we see uh, a distraught CM Punk kind of sitting in the locker room area. Renee Young walks up to him and says, Punk, where do you go from here? And he looks at her and says, Renee, I don't know if I can do this anymore. And he just walks out of frame into the dark as we cut back to the ring. Bullet club. And this psychotic, crazy... 10-man tag match, no disqualification, is about to begin. And by the way, in this match, there is no tagging in. We are just having mayhem everywhere because that is the name of our show. The Bullet Club are making their way out to the ring. Ruby Soho following along with them as the five men are in the ring. Becky, uh, Ruby Soho is on the outside of the ring.
Drew McIntyre with sword in hand tonight. He's come for a war, makes his way out to the stage area, and he stops just before the ramp, and all of a sudden, all the lights in the arena go out. Carry on my wayward son. Of course. There'll be Why peace not? when <laughs> you are done. Lay your weary head to rest. Don't you cry no more. And the elite are here. The Young Bucks, I forgot who they were for a second. The Young Bucks, Kenny Omega, and Adam Hangman Page. The four men are standing on the stage area. They fist bump Drew McIntyre. And the five men immediately run into the ring. And this fight is on from the get-go. The referee rings the bell and basically just bells from the ring. He's just there to count the pinfall. The five men are completely going at it. Kenny Omega and Finn Balor are finally brawling out of the ring through the crowd at this point. Drew McIntyre is standing face-to-face -face with Jay White. He hits him with the headbutt. And he hits a belly-to-back suplex over the, over the top rope to the floor. AJ Styles is in, though, and hits him with a Pele kick, taking Drew McIntyre out. AJ turns around into stereo super kicks, though, from the Young Bucks. They turn around into a double clothesline and a rocket kick from the Good Brothers. This is just chaos absolutely everywhere. Adam Page is on the apron, hits a double buckshot lariat on the Good Brothers. There's, Adam Page is the only one in the ring. This is pure chaos. Ruby Soho, though, slides in from behind and hits a low blow onto Adam Page. She is going to be the it factor in this match. Nobody's going to be able to stop her. Becky Lynch is back at it at here again. She comes flying down to the ring, and she takes down Ruby's legs, and they are just brawling all over the place. Referees are out here now trying to separate the two women. Triple H is out here yelling, saying, get them out of here, get them out of here. They are brawling all over the place. Finally, we get back into the ring. Uh, Adam Page is pulling himself up, but eats a chair shot to the head from uh, Luke Gallows, but then he turns around into a super kick from Nick Jackson, Carl Anderson turns around though, or Nick Jackson turns around into a cutter from Carl Anderson. But Matt Jackson is in with a steel pipe and he takes out the knee of Carl Anderson. The, the Bucks are standing strong. They begin to beat down the Good Brothers. Jay White is trying to get back in the ring, but he eats a Claymore from Drew McIntyre. AJ Styles goes for the phenomenal forearm, but Drew McIntyre catches it, hits him with a Dragon Sleeper suplex. Um, but Finn Balor is back in the ring, and he hits a low blow on Drew McIntyre, followed by a steel chair to the face of Drew McIntyre. Drew McIntyre is forced to roll out of the ring. Kenny Omega is back in. He goes for the one-winged angel, but Finn Balor reverses it into a Hurricane Rana, followed by the 1916, covers him one, two, three. The Bullet Club get the victory here tonight over the Elite and Drew McIntyre. And immediately, Finn Balor bails from the ring. He knows he has a big match coming up in a couple of weeks. He doesn't want to get injured or anything like that. He bails from the ring and is celebrating up the ramp. As we cut backstage, we see uh, Kevin Owens in the office, finally meeting Triple H as he's coming into his office after dealing with that whole chaos. And all of a sudden, a video package starts to play, recapping all of the things that have happened in this buildup with Triple H attacking Regal, suspending Seth Rollins and Wardlow, all of that fun stuff as well. And we cut back to commentary where Michael Cole says, next week on Mayhem, we will have our first three of six matches to determine participants for our ladder match for the Pure Wrestling Championship on the final episode of Mayhem. Uh, the Young Bucks challenge the Street Profits for the Tag Team Championships, and Bray Wyatt will be here in person to tell us what's going on with him. Mm. And we will hear from both of our world champions but find, let's find out who that other world champion will be. And Kevin Owens makes his way down to the ring. Chris Jericho and Samoa Joe by his side, but he stops him and says, I got this, boys. Don't you worry. I got this. They shake his hand and they walk back to the back area, and Kevin Owens, focused as ever, makes his way to the ring. John Moxley starts to make his way through the crowd. He is flanked by none other than Eddie Kingston, but he stops and says, well, if he's out here by himself, I'll be out here by myself too. The two men fist bump. Eddie Kingston walks back to the back area. John Moxley is walking through the crowd. As he gets into the ring, 
The bell rings, and Moxley quickly takes Kevin Owens off his feet and just stands over him and begins to hit him with lefts and rights. Moxley begins to put the boots to him uh, until Kevin Owens finally rolls out of the ring. John Moxley follows after him, but Kevin Owens grabs him and sends him face first into the ring post. Mox is busted open uh, as Kevin Owens is laying in the shots to open the wound up even more. He rolls Mox, <coughs> excuse me, he rolls Moxley back into the ring, goes for a stunner, but Moxley turns it into a bulldog choke. Kevin Owens is in the middle of the ring, but finally gets to the bottom rope. Mox goes for the paradigm shift, but Kevin Owens escapes and hits a dragon sleeper suplex, followed by a super kick. John Moxley is in the bottom, in the corner, sitting in the corner. Kevin Owens goes to the other corner, comes running in and drills him with a cannonball, covers him one, two. Moxley kicks out. Moxley tries to pull himself up, but Kevin Owens is quickly back in, putting the boots to him. Uh, he pulls Moxley up and finally hits the stunner. He covers him one, two. Moxley kicks out. Kevin Owens pulls him up and hits a second stunner, covers him again, one, two, Moxley kicks out again, and Kevin Owens is yelling at the referee. Finally, Triple H and Samoa Joe and Jericho are all down at the ringside. Triple H is yelling at the referee, um, as, as so is Samoa Joe and so is Chris Jericho. Kevin Owens is up and is yelling at the referee, but from behind, Moxley tries to roll him up, but Kevin Owens rolls through and accidentally takes the referee out. Triple H gets in the face of Samoa Joe, slaps him in the face and says, get in there and help him. And Samoa Joe just stares at Triple H and says, no, and slaps Triple H in the face and walks back up the ramp. Triple H is yelling at him. Kevin Owens is yelling at him. But when he turns around, he eats a paradigm shift from John Moxley. He covers him. One, two, Triple H pulls the referee out of the ring and is yelling at him. He's distracting the referee. Jericho slides in the ring from the other side. He's setting up for that Judas effect. He goes for it, but he hits Kevin Owens with it. He drops Kevin Owens with the Judas effect and is just standing over top of him. Triple H is, is shocked. Jericho bells from the ring. Moxley pulls Owens up as the referee slides in, hits him with another paradigm shift, covers him one, two, three. John Moxley retains the PBWF Mayhem World Championship here tonight. Triple H is shocked. He slides into the ring and just starts laying out John Moxley. He's he's beating up John Moxley. All of a sudden, Jericho is in the ring and he's standing face to face with Jericho. Uh, Triple H calls for a microphone. He says, "Jericho, who do you think you are? I knew I shouldn't have trusted you, but you know what? You're." Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Is he here? He is. Mr. Regal is back from his injury, microphone in hand, and he says, oh yes, I'm back, Hunter. So your GM services are no longer required. Now, I should fire you, but someone asked me not to, because you see, well, they want to be the one to make you leave on their own. Burn it down! And Seth Rollins and Wardlow walk out onto the stage, smiling at Triple H, Triple H is furious. He is yelling at, at William Regal. He's yelling at Jericho. All of a sudden, though, Moxley turns their, uh, Triple H around, hits him with a paradigm shift. John Moxley is still your world champion. Seth Rollins, Wardlow, and William Regal are officially back. What is going to happen as we head into the end of the line? Join us next week for Mayhem. Wow. Wow. Well, Seth Rollins appears on both pay-per-views. He does. Look at that. Nice. Just, just like uh, uh, Roman, Reigns. Roman Reigns did last week. That's right. <laughs> Good stuff. Um, like I said, when you were doing it, I'm surprised John Cena got the win. Mm-hmm. It was good. The car crash match was exactly what I needed it to be. Yep. It's a car crash match. Yep. Um, I didn't see Jericho coming. Like, I... I'm going to need some explanation on that one. Of course, I want it from Jericho right. next week. And, you know, I'll, ju- I'll just say this. Jericho never forgets. Okay. <laughs> I got you. But we'll dive into that. When that happened, like, I assumed that was the cause, mm-hmm. but, like, still didn't expect it. Yeah. It was wild. Yeah. Um, and then Joe, I mean, like, Triple H can't keep anything. He together. can't. Well, Joe's a loose cannon anyway. Well, Joe's, Joe's going to do what Joe wants to do. Anyway. Good point. <laughs> That's true. Um, good stuff, man. Thank you. Good stuff. Very good pay-per-view. Two good pay-per-views. McAfee's McAfee, McAfee getting it done, doing his thing. Um, 
I knew if you didn't pull out some sort of high risk move, I was going to be mad at oh, you. Yeah. So oh, yeah. at least he pulled out a couple. Pulled out a couple. That's right. <laughs> Good stuff. I was. I enjoyed it very much. Um, hope you guys enjoyed it too. If you did, give us some feedback at PBW Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Follow us wherever you find your podcast. Um, subscribe wherever you find your podcast. Make sure you share our show. We would appreciate it very much. Once again, um, week twenty one. Oh my gosh. Week 21 will not be next week. It will be the week after. So we will take a week off due to the holidays, and uh, we will pick it up next week. So uh, keep it tuned in. We'll be back with another PBWF episode then. Uh, for Mr. Andy York, my name is Chris Belcher. Thanks for hanging out with us. We will catch you guys down the road.